Well, welcome to the Expatty Podcast, Tyler. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. So tell me a little bit about how you ended up going abroad. How did that happen for you? So I graduated um, from the University of Utah in 2016, um, where I played at for the the previous three years there, Um, after which I participated in two NFL Pro Days. However, I uh, did not get picked up um, by any teams because I didn't have any representation. So therefore, um, two years after which, I just continued to grind and train and stay ready for our opportunity. Um, And then I had a a chance to play for a semi-professional team prior to going abroad. Um, The team was called the California Wolfpack Mm -hmm. here in California. Um, And semi-professional was pretty cool um, experience for me. Um, but after I was able to get some film from there in 2018, then I attended a workout and a coach who noticed my film uh, and my game there asked me if I wanted an opportunity to play um, overseas um, for a team in Germany. And uh, I was uh, kind of unfamiliar with, you know, the, the style of play at first uh, because, you know, being from America, um, you know, they teach you that everything you ever need is here, you know, and you don't have to go outside for anything else. So uh, I was kind of hesitant at first, um, but after which, you know, I gave it some thought, talked it over with my parents and family, and uh, it was the best idea for me to go overseas and to experience, um, you know, a different culture, getting out of my comfort zone. And uh, it would actually help me grow, not only just on the field um, as far as game experience, but as a person overall as well. So um, it was it was a cool thing for me to get the opportunity to go overseas and, you know, just get a different lens, get a different perspective on, you know, not just the game of football, but life in general. Now, did you have any pushback from any of your friends about going to to Germany? Um. A lot of my friends were excited for me. Uh, it was a cool opportunity. Uh, uh, they really were supportive. Um, you know, I was kind of hesitant and nervous, but, you know, my good friends just told me, you know, hey, it's going to be a good experience. You're going to meet new people, make many connections. Um, and it's just a stepping stone um, and a start, you know, to getting your career off the ground, both on and off the field. So mm-hmm. I had a lot of my friends um, be very supportive in the idea of me going over there and playing. Now, did they have any ideas about like what Germany would be like? Um, Other than what they tell you, uh, teach you in in school. Like, what did you hear? Did you hear anything about like, what's it like over there and how? Um, It's actually completely opposite than the mindset that we think, you know, I mean, I think that uh, growing up in America, they only give you like the the history of German as being, you know, uh, associated with just the Holocaust and, you know, um, you know, Hitler and, you know, just gives you a bad uh, no, ne- negative outlook on the uh, country itself. But it's really not like that at all. The people are very friendly, very nice. They're interactive. Uh, you know, they have they're, they're very humane. You know, they're not really materialistic. They look at things from both perspectives, not really just a one mind or one sided viewpoint. So it was really it was really interesting. And I was a little bit shocked because I, I went over there with that same mindset, thinking that it was going to be, you know, kind of maybe racist a little bit or maybe, you know, I wasn't going to fit in or, or things like that. But they were very embracing and, and they take loyalty and family and those traditional values very serious in their culture. Yeah. They do. They do. Mm-hmm. They do. They, they really do. So when you were over there, you were thinking, wow, this is completely different than what 
people thought in the States, but what did you think they were like in terms of knowing about America, like the other side of that? That was very interesting as well, because um, one thing that I didn't know is that, um, so usually the average German student by the age of 14 or 16 learns at least about six different languages, you know, in their schooling system. And, uh, you know, most of the time, uh, the Europeans, you know, European culture speak Dutch. They don't speak English. So um, when I was talking to a few people out there, they, their English was actually very good and they knew a lot about um, the American culture, which was surprising to me. I, that they they knew a lot about, you know, my background, me being from Long Beach, you know, Snoop Dogg and the, the hip hop industry and, you know, a lot of Americanized movies um, yeah. that are very popular over here. So it was very interesting to find out that even though they are um, in a different culture, they do um, know a lot of information about what goes on in America, even with the music, you know, the, yeah. the, the rap and, you know, they're very into the now as far and clothing as well. Mm -hmm. So that was, yeah. it was, it was interesting to find that out. It was, it was very shocking. Yeah. Because so they knew about America, but like the ideas of what the Americans thought about Germany, they, they missed the marker. Like it wasn't like what they thought it was like. Right. So, so, yeah, so why do you think that is? Why do you think that is? Um, I think it's just school system. I mean, it's, it's what you taught being brought up, you know, at the end of the day. I mean, we as American, we were taught that you don't need to go outside anywhere but the U.S. You know, this is the American dream, you know. And so we try to get a lot of people to gravitate towards us when actually, you know, it should be the other way around. I would encourage a lot, if not everyone, if you get the opportunity to actually, you know, get out of the country. Um, and get a different perspective, get a new lens because there's so much information and knowledge like that's just out there and just different perspectives on how they look at things. Like I think one of the, the smallest little things, an example would be like uh, in America, you know, we have the brand Nike and we call it Nike, you know, yeah. and uh, just going overseas and, and living in Stuttgart, I, I would hear the word Nike and I'm like, what is Nike? And <laughs> but it's the same thing. It's just pronounced different. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, and I took that small analogy and applied it to everything in life. And it's just like, you know, um, at the end of the day, you don't have to. Our way as the American way is not always the only way. If right. That makes, you know what right. I mean? Like, Absolutely. Other, you know, we, we, we believe as Americans that our way is the right way and it's the only way, you know. And um, mm -hmm. I think that it's kind of important to understand that, you know, other people have perspectives on how they look at things, too. You know, and, you know, their way can be right way, even though it just may be a little different in sounding or how it looks. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's it gives you a different mindset to know, OK, it's not all about us. You know, other people yes. have a perspective and a say so and things, too. Mm -hmm. And so I think that was one of the biggest things that jumped out for me. Okay. So, so in America, we are always taught, you know, we live in the land of the free, home of the brave. You know, America's a great country and all that. But did you feel like... So I can, I know what you're probably going to say, but did you feel like, well, they're a great country too? I think for me, um, and especially uh, with being African-American, I think that um, it's a lot of social pressures that's taken off of you living overseas, you know, as far as, you know, not having to deal with trouble from the police or law enforcement. Um, it, it's very acceptable for, um, african-americans to actually go overseas and and make a living for themselves mm -hmm. i think that um 
the social pressures as far as trying to keep up with the Joneses and have the latest and the greatest. That's that's not the case at all overseas. You know, um, I actually went. It's funny because I actually went over there with the iPhone 10 and came back with the iPhone 5. Yeah. And it, was, it was crazy because just the, the, the culture change and the, the, the perspective that I had had shifted for me, it wasn't about, you know, material. It wasn't about having the latest and the greatest. It wasn't about keeping up. It was more so of, you know, being human and, you know, interacting with people and, right. you know, um, tapping into more of, more of a value side than materialistic side. And, um, you know, when I got back, a lot of my friends clowned me like, bro, you got this old phone. Like, what are you doing? You know, this is that and the other. And I was just like, man, honestly, I'm not even worried about keeping up no more. You know, it's, it's, right. it's, it's bigger things that, you know, I got my eyes on out here than trying to, you know, be real materialistic out here. Yeah, it was more about the relationship, the connection to the people. Did you Correct. ever go like to have like Sunday cooking, like where you would have cake and coffee with people? Um. I wouldn't say cake and coffee. I did um, become a fan of mall touching. Um, oh, a lot, a lot, yeah. a lot, of, a lot of mall touching. And uh, <laughs> I know that that's uh, one of the favorite um, German foods that they like to cook, especially for breakfast. So uh -huh. that's one of my favorite dishes that I had. Um, and it was just cool, you know, exp experience a lot of different foods as well, you know, spetchla and, you know, these things I've never tried before, you know, yeah. but uh, it, it gave me a, a different outlook on a lot you know and it was it tasted pretty good as well mm -hmm. what um, about the bakeries did you like the bakeries like with the different cakes and yes uh well so me personally i'm not really a cake guy but um there there are a lot of bakeries and i tried a lot of different breads because i know that um you know german culture their 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 food is really based upon a lot of their breads and uh it was very very tasting it was very tasting a lot of pasta um that i had so I had to come back and make sure I'm still in shape because I did do a lot of good eating out there. I'm not going <laughs> to lie, but uh, it, yeah. was, it was interesting. It was interesting. I'm not going to lie. I was a little hesitant at first because yeah. I'm looking at the plate like, okay, I haven't seen any of this in my life, you know, <laughs> but, it is. but uh, you kind of get used to it and um, you know, you just, you just, you just, it just becomes part of every day. So it was mm -hmm. cool. Any, it was cool. you are learning any like German words or phrases yeah okay so my first uh experience all right so i try to order a pepperoni pizza right that i'm okay. thinking it's just regular pepperoni and i get this pizza and it's full of like jalapenos like and peppers all over it there's like no meat and i'm like what is this i ordered a pepperoni pizza and then they were like you know you have to say salami out here so i'm yeah. like oh okay i didn't even know you know it was just the <laughs> smallest little things you know that i'm right. like okay like i didn't even know <laughs> Um, and so, uh, it was, it was interesting, but yeah, I learned a few words, you know, danke schön, meaning thank you, uh, bitte schön, you're welcome. Um, I also learned how to introduce my, myself. So I would say, hello, my name is Tyler, wie heißt du? And so it was, it was interesting. I'm not going to lie. German language is, is very hard to, to pick <laughs> up. It is. Yeah. But, um, I was able to, uh, learn a little bit. Thank, thankful for my teammates and some of my coaches, um, who helped me out. I wish I could have picked up the language a lot more, um, but overall, it was cool. It was cool to actually be able to grab something and then come back and tell it to my mom or my dad or my sister, you know, and, and, and let them experience it a little bit, too, to teach them. So okay. it was interesting. So where, where did you live? What was the living like? Um, so I stayed in uh, uh, Stuttgart, Germany. 
Um, it, it's more like a, a, a local city as far as it's a working city, I would say. Um, a lot of the traffic from outside of the um, downtown area comes in because of the jobs. Um, so there's like heavy traffic usually flowing in and out of the city. But um, it was a nice area. I stayed in Leinfeld and Echterdingen, um, which um, if I could paint a picture, it's like more of an elderly community. So there wasn't like too much activity going on. It was very quiet. Um, what was shocking for me is like, you know, the the structure of the housing, you know, it was very different. And uh, is everything was re very, you know, um, remodeled. I think that the the um, roof is kind of like brick made out of bricks. Yeah. Um, and so that was kind of different for me seeing. But uh, transportation was cool. You know, used the train a lot, uh, which I guess, you know, would save me money on gas if I had a car, if I was out yeah. there. But uh, you meet a lot of interesting people on that train, you know, mm -hmm. and it's, it's very cool to connect. Um, it was, I lived, um, close to a park, so I was able to spend some time outdoors on my free time and everything like that. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people do a lot of bike riding. So, um, I, I kind of got accustomed to that, uh, as well. And, uh, the, the living overall, it was, it was nice. I, one thing that I did think, uh, that I enjoyed about it the most was, the cost of living was way cheaper than America, I think. Yeah, well, California uh, in general. Well, correct. Yeah, let me just say California. <laughs> let me say California for yeah. sure. Um, I, was, I was very surprised that the pricing of, you know, certain items as far as, you know, just everyday water and bread and, you know, loaves of bread are only like 89 cents, maybe a dollar. You know, whereas America, you're going to pay at least two ninety nine, maybe close to three. You know, um, I would say that there's not as big of a variety to choose from, mm -hmm. but um, it is manageable as far as, you know, if you're on a budget and, you know, you're not really trying to spend as much and you're trying to uh, over time, you know, spread it out. It was it was it was interesting to see that. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, the living the living was nice, uh, very quiet neighborhoods. You know, yeah. like I said, um, people walking um, early. That's one thing I, I did realize that a lot of people are up very early, like around six, seven o'clock starting their yeah. days. Mm -hmm. Very, very early. Mm -hmm. uh, but overall, it was it was a cool it was a cool time living there. Most Good. Definitely. Okay, so what about living over in Germany? How did it change you? I think um, it just made me one appreciate the small things that I uh, didn't have. Um, uh, or that I may have taken advantage of. For example, when I tried to charge my phone, I didn't know you had to have a different like back cord, you know, just, yeah, okay, uh, yeah. you know, just little small things like that. Um, you know, like I said, there's not really as big of a variety to choose from as far as, you know, when you go grocery shopping or, you know, certain materials that they just have here that they don't have overseas mm -hmm. that uh, you kind of wish that you had. But I think that it just gave me a, a mindset of peacefulness. Like I said, it's a, it's very quiet and, um, you know, you don't really hear loud music and, uh, you know, activity up and down the street. One thing that was shocking as well was just, you know, there's like no trash on the street. Um, you know, it's very clean. Um, you know, there's, um, very, uh, a lot of like exotic cars and, you know, um, German engineering, they take pride on that. So I'm seeing a lot yeah. of like, you know, Mercedes and um, uh, you know, of course it was, it was a higher living. It was, it was a different experience. I, I noticed that, you know, it's either, 
you're living at the top or, you know, you're just like uh, on your way working there. There's not really a middle class, if I would say, mm -hmm. you know, I came back and then, you know, um, I've seen a lot back in America, you know, a lot of Hondas and Jeeps and Chargers and, you know, really nice cars, but more middle class, you know, it's mm -hmm. not either just top of the line or, you know, you're catching the train. It's one or the other, you know, that was one yeah. thing that I did notice mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Um, but like I said, it was very relaxing. I got to do a lot of sightseeing. Unfortunately, because of my schedule with football, I didn't get to visit any other countries at the time. Okay. Um, but Germany was pretty big. And, I, you know, I got to go to a lot of different places, seeing castles for the first time. That yeah. I'm just looking like, wow, this is, like, amazing. You Did know? you go like to I, the Hohenzollern Castle by Mbalingen or? Um, I don't believe I did. I went to one in Esslingen. Oh, okay. I went to I went to a castle in Esslingen, and there were like a grip of stairs that we walked up. It was just like <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, this is great. Yeah, I connected with a lot of good people. Um, met so many different people from different nationalities. It was that was I think that was the biggest thing that was really crazy. Like Russians and Turkish, African. Yeah, yeah, Turkish, Eritrean, mm -hmm. Bosnian, uh, Croatian. It was yeah. it was just a lot. It was a lot, and so it was cool because I'm picking up all of these different perspectives and mindsets um you know from these different cultures yeah. you know and, and really was able to you know not just have my own set way of thinking that's what one thing i really was was grateful for was my so, change in, in thought process so were you able to kind of bend the way you think more towards well i'm over in this country now and so i have to kind of respect how they do things it wasn't about like well i'm american and this is how we yeah. do yeah, I hear you. Uh, honestly, I never really had the mindset of, you know, I'm American. This is how I do things. Just because I think as much as I was just being my natural self, um, that would rub off on um, the Germans that I were around. And uh, we kind of connected in that aspect. You know, I'm a very down to earth, chill guy. Yeah. And you'll be surprised. Like I said, they, they know a lot of the American culture. So it wasn't really more so of a lack of information that they were that they had it was just uh, more of a awe like you know i'm very interested to see how you how you act and how you go about doing things yeah, and, yeah. you know just you know your everyday um the everyday little things that you do from the way that you wear your hairstyle to how you tie your shoes to you know the type of clothes you you know just it was more so of observation uh, observation for them than you know actually um me trying to be like on a higher status or a higher level uh, yeah, than anything. Yeah. It was, it was, it was interesting uh, and it was cool because it made it seem like, you know, somebody actually takes the time to care about those little things, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it, it was, it was cool. It was really cool for me. So how do you think uh, young people in uh, California more specifically, since you, you live there, how could they benefit from going to Germany? I mean, would, would you try to encourage that? Yeah, I would. I think that, um, you know, stepping out of U.S. Um, land, um, going anywhere traveling is always just going to give you a different perspective. Just like I said, because we're, we're taught that, you know, you don't have to go anywhere else and this is the place that you need to be. So you're automatically going to get a different experience. But I would say uh, just for the connection of people, you know, and uh, you never know, um, you know, what could possibly spur out of, you know, you meeting somebody. And uh, I was very grateful. Like I was able to start a clothing line just for meeting um, a guy out there um, who already was established with his clothing line. 
Um, and yeah. he was able to, um, you know, put me on a lot of tips and resources and they're very helpful. You know, it, it's yeah. not, uh, uh, it's, it's not competition. You know, it's not very competitive. It's not, you know, um, I'm going to help you, but I'm going to really watch to see what you're doing because I don't want you to really be better than what I've got going on. You know? <laughs> right, it, right. It, it's not that sense at all. Yeah. And so uh, I think that that was really cool. It was very genuine, very uh -huh. humane. Um, so, yes, I would definitely encourage uh, anybody from America if they get the opportunity, um, especially if you're single with no kids, uh, you know, go, go travel, go live, go experience. You know, the partying is great. The sightseeing is great. The food is great. Um, you know, it's going to take some time to get adjusted to the food. I'm not going to lie because you're going to have those craves and those urges uh, that you're used to. But um, I just think that it's, it's more of a healthier lifestyle overall. Right. You didn't more, see a lot of fast know, food there, did you? Not at all. And, and the thing is that, you know, a lot of um, places closes at close, I think, at 10, maybe 10, yeah. maybe 11. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, you rarely catch anything. I don't think I've seen any fast food that was like 24 hours. Right. Um, you know, open or anything like that. Um, a lot of the meals are cooked. Um, I know that, you know, the water is fresher. Uh, the fruit out there and vegetables are a lot cleaner um, and, and uh, the produce as well. So you see a lot of lean um, people walking around. There's not uh, a lot of obesity um, mm -hmm. in the European culture. You'll, you could definitely tell. Um, and so that was one, one of the biggest differences that I've seen as well, just as far as the people, mm -hmm. um, also. And as an African-American, you felt safe, I'm sure. And was that ever an issue like, you know, with racism or anything? I mean, I know in Berlin, there are some issues with the, uh, neo-Nazis, but mm -hmm. you were in the South. And so it's a little different, but Correct. yeah. Um, I think that in the South, like I said, I've never experienced any racism at all. Um, never had one confrontation with the police. Uh, I do know that certain clubs were kind of um, uh, hesitant on letting us in just because uh, in Germany, there are a lot of refugees that come over mm -hmm. from other different countries, mainly um, Africa. And um, they kind of they kind of dress um, not as how can I say um, extravagant, you know. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, they kind of get a mental picture and may um, associate you um, with being uh, a refugee. Um, I experienced that a couple of times until I started talking and then they hear that right. you know, my language is not, you know, uh, what they thought it was. Right. And then it's like, oh, you're from America. Oh, like, and then, you know, it's, just, it's a whole other vibe. So, right, right, uh, right. I think that that probably had to be the, the, the biggest thing, if anything, like I said, uh, it's a it's a culture shock. Germans are not racist at all that I know of. It's at least the South part that I was in. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't have any issues with any neo Nazi or any um, Confederate anything like that. Or probably it was it was it was mm -hmm. cool. It was a cool time. Very embracing um, and very loving. Most definitely. Mm -hmm. So you'll definitely, definitely go back again someday. I would. I would most definitely. Um, I can't tell you when. Um, that's just depending on God and how things work out as far as football wise. Yeah. But I, I do plan on, uh, if not the near future, later down the road, uh, returning, uh, most definitely. And how most long definitely. were you there again? Uh, I believe about eight or nine months. I left um, at the end of February, beginning of March, and returned uh, uh, mid-October. Mm -hmm. So um, mm -hmm. I'd say about eight or nine months. The first two months, it was just shocking for me. I was just <laughs> trying to adapt. 
And, yeah. you know, it was it was big. The first two months, I, I'm telling anybody, it's going to be different. <laughs> just because you have to get used to the culture and how things are. And, uh, yeah. you know, I've traveled from state to state. Yeah. But you start to realize, like, this is not just another state. Like, there's a different governing. There's different laws. There's different yeah. rules, regulations. Like, it's, yeah. not, it's not what you normally think. And so it took me about two months to really adjust and to figure out Europe, you know. And uh, I think after that, I was, uh, you know, more comfortable. I was able to settle in and, uh, you know, really get acclimated with, you know, how, how things move. Okay, so were there any other expats or people from America that you met over there? Um, from America while I was over there? Yeah, you know, you meet a lot of people, um, mainly in the military who are on base. Mm -hmm. um, and so I got to connect with a lot of people there. Uh, from time to time, you will find other people who are traveling abroad as well. Mm -hmm. um, I know I did meet a couple people who said that they were from the Michigan area, um, mm -hmm. who had studied at uh, the U of M, which mm -hmm. was cool um, to connect with. And um, it was it was interesting. I can say there are a lot of Europeans and Germans who have traveled to the U.S., you know, and yeah. uh, that have been to Hollywood and L.A. area, um, Disneyland experience, all of our iconic things that we have, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so I was able to connect in that way as well. Um, but, yeah, outside of, you know, uh, you know, the, the imports that were also on my team and which I connected with um, against the teams we played with um, and then the military base, um, majority of them. Uh, were just you know out there from either previous experiences or just traveling at the moment so how did the girls like you i'm sure the girls loved you oh um <laughs> honestly it was very difficult for me was so, it yeah it was wow. very difficult um it's funny i i i'm a i'm not a social media type of guy you know i'm an in-person walk up to you hey i think you're beautiful how are you doing talk to you in person and it was a cultural shock to see that they don't really like that oh you know, they're, they're more wanting to write want to text you know get to know you type of deal first and so uh which i have no problem with that was cool but like I said, the first two months, I didn't learn the language. And uh, that was tough because a lot of uh, girls that I tried to engage conversation with, I just couldn't connect with because I didn't know the language. <laughs> so I think that there was probably a physical attraction. Mm -hmm. But as far as actually, you know, um, dialogue and communication, they're very timid on speaking English. You know, okay, they, they're yeah. more comfortable speaking the Dutch language. So uh -huh. once I was able to, you know, say you know um uh how's do any fond which means do you have a boyfriend boyfriend yeah you know, once, you know i got a little a little thing you know a little going like that it was it was a little bit easier for me but uh what's the name of your clothing line uh my name of the clothing line is totally committed 25 8 um and that basically is just you know standing for you know putting in overtime um and you know going the extra mile um staying committed and dedicated to achieving any goal not just athletics yeah. Um, but any in any field, you know, okay. like uh, and so what I'm really um, trying to do is just uh, build that up, get that going and just encourage people, you know, to chase their dreams and live in their purpose on the every day. On good, a daily basis, you know? So someone wants to get purchase something. I mean, how how would that work? You have a website? Yeah. So right now they can go online. I'm at Tyler um, where okay. the, uh, the website is uploaded. 
Um, they can make orders also via Instagram at totally committed 25 eight. Okay. Uh, no matter what situation you may be in or what position in life you may be in uh, every day, wake up, chase your dreams, chase your goals, write them down and accomplish it because it's possible. Mm-hmm. You know, and one thing I, I have been reading doing lately, I've been reading um, up on self-discipline mm-hmm. and I've been reading upon uh, how that self-discipline um, is actually the main key to success. Um, and so I've been encouraging a lot of people to, you know, establish that self-discipline. And, you know, when, if people don't know what it is, I'll get the definition for you real briefly. Self-discipline is just simply doing what you're supposed to do when you're supposed to do it, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, um, that's a, a major key in, in success, you know. And, uh, you know, these are things that I talk about with my clothing line. It's just not just wearing clothes, but it has a purpose and a meaning behind it. Mm. When I came back, one thing that I did realize is how selfless that they are in Germany and how selfish we are over here in America. Interesting. Um, that, that was one of the biggest things that really hit me, even just the, further, the smallest thing as far as my clothing line. Um, you know, I had people who supported my clothing line out in Germany just off the strength of uh, it was something attached to me. You know, not just because I played football or just because, you know, um, it looked cool, but because it meant something to me, so it meant something to them. Interesting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. That was that's that was the main thing that I was able to grasp from that. Um, and uh, coming back over here in America, it's not really like that. You know, everybody has uh, their their own agenda and what they're going got going on, which is perfectly fine um, at the end of the day. But it just goes to show you um, that there is a difference. You know what I mean? And um, I can honestly say that um, the people, the vast majority of people who actually participated in you know, bought my, my, my items and my clothing, um, weren't all just from football fan base, mm-hmm. you know, these were, you know, people who I were coming up to introducing myself, meeting on the train, meeting maybe at a local party or a bar or so, mm-hmm. and, uh, just off the strength of the vibe and energy that we connected with in the conversation, you right. know, they felt and, uh, wanted to, wanted to, to support. And uh, you get a lot of people out here in America who say one thing, but you know, the action is very, very hard very, to follow. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. And uh, you notice the difference uh, in that too. You know, if a, if a European person or a German person says they're gonna do it, it's like- They're gonna do it. 99.99, <laughs> they're gonna do it, you know? So uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that was something that I really appreciated too. You know, they really stood on their word. I was able to find out a lot about myself. One thing I realized is that Europe exposes you um, as an American. It exposes a lot of our American ways. It exposes oh, how a yeah. lot of how we think. Um, I think I, I went over there entitled and came back more selfless oh, than anything. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that was big for me, you know, um, as far as you know, my generation, you know, being young, 25, 26, you know, we feel the world owe us everything. Mm-hmm. You know? Ain't that the truth? <laughs> we, I know. know. <laughs> we feel the world owes us everything, man. You know, that's not really the case. You know? No, not and, at all. Uh, and uh, I think that is very important to understand that mindset and concept. So, wow, I would say that's, cool. the, that's a great thing to have learned from everything that you yeah. need going over there, just learning that is amazing that's awesome then just selfless and humane just selfless and humane and their value system is, is a lot different
Wow. Well, you know what, Tyler? I want to thank you so much for talking to me. I appreciate you for having me anytime. It was it was, it was great. Any knowledge I could share, I'm, I'm open and willing to. Wonderful. Okay. Well, thank you, Tyler. Well, you have a good day in California. Thank you so much. California. <laughs> thank you so much. You have a good one as well. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Remember to subscribe to the Ex Patty Podcast. Thanks for listening.